Flight searches surge out of Hong Kong with Bangkok being the top destination. We've got robot waiters and a wage hike in Thailand. Find out more on today's Good Morning Thailand. Hello, I'm Jay. I am Maddie. Ladies and gentlemen. I actually had a lot of fun. Hello and welcome back to Good Morning Thailand. My name is Jay, and joining me today are two lovely ladies. It's Natty Marisa. Hello, everyone. And Sarah. Good morning. Just Sarah. She's like Cher. She's a one, <laughs> one person act, like Adele. Yeah, Madonna. I'll take that. Or Madonna. I'll take that. Right. Right. Um, <laughs> today we'll be talking about uh, some current affairs and headlines throughout Thailand. You can use the timestamps at the end of the video, uh, the live video. To skip to the part that you're here to find out more about, let's get started. Our first topic is regarding searching, searching through the abyss. Now, flight searches out of Hong Kong, in particular, have jumped 290%, with Bangkok being the top destination. Now, I wanted to use this topic to further um, talk about. Thailand recovering and islands like Phuket recovering and just tourism in general. Now, online searches for flights out of Hong Kong have surged 290% in the last 24 hours after the government announced shorter hotel quarantine requirements on Monday. And according to travel company Expedia, uh, the top trending city was Bangkok. Uh, with uh, strong demands for Phuket as well, as well as other places like, I believe, Osaka in Japan. And uh, now that Hong Kong is basically, you know, allowing its citizens more freedom or more less restrictions, rather, uh, they want to travel and they want to travel to Bangkok and Phuket. Now, in particular, I wanted to talk about Phuket, for example. That, that sounds like a great place if you want to travel coming from a, you know, fairly busy and direct flights to Phuket as yes well. convenient uh, like a metropolitan like Hong Kong it's a it's a busy city yeah. it's, you know um, so it's no surprise that they'd want to go to a place like Bangkok they'd like to go to a place like Phuket now Phuket in particular is still in recovery mode mm. and it's relying heavily currently on Indian and Australian flights so I'm guessing flights from uh, Hong Kong will definitely be welcome now direct flights from India and Australia are helping to sustain Phuket's tourism industry during the low season however the president of Phuket Tourist Associ Association has come out and said look full recovery is not possible this year um, but we're glad and when we're we're very uh, glad that especially Indian tourists in particular are coming uh, to the island. Now, the number of international direct flights to the island uh, was currently 20 to 30 per day on average. Mainly, all of these flights are coming from India. And uh, it's Phuket's number one source of tourists. Indian tourists. Yeah. So, is Hong Kong possibly going to be one of the top uh, tourist numbers? Does that make sense? Is, are people from Hong Kong going to be uh, counting towards the number of tourists coming to the island and, and Thailand in general. Because Initi they have lower quarantine days, is that why? Yes, yes. It used to be crazy amount of days, like I think it's... 21. Yeah, and yeah. then it was like 14. Yeah. And now I'm not sure, is it 7 or 5? Possibly. I don't have that I, I just asked my friend, she said 7 days still. 7 days. She, oh. but the well, 7 days is She didn't say 7, she said 4 plus 3. And I'm like, why can't you just say 7? What does that mean, 4 plus 3? I mean three? 4 maybe at the hotel and then 3 at home. Ah. Yeah. Possible. Okay, yeah. four days is still, but I'm guessing you know hotel prices and everything in Hong Kong is a lot more expensive as well. Very. Um, let's let let's talk about. I mean, good news. You know, 
the fact that uh, people from Hong Kong are considering Thailand. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I believe Hong Kong's always had a good relationship with Thailand. We've always had direct flights with yeah. before Dragon Air and mm -hmm. Cathay Pacific. Now, Cathay Pacific has definitely struggled quite a bit as an airline, obviously, because of the pandemic, just like every other airline. But good news. Yeah, for sure. Now, of course, yeah. Because I wanted to ask you, I actually met someone yesterday, like talking on the topic of tourism and <clears throat> Phuket and, and Indians being the number one uh, uh, tourist coming, coming to Phuket. I actually met someone yesterday uh, and I was talking to them uh, just about tourism and, you know, the recovery and business. And they asked me, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I'm in media production, you know, uh, this and that. And they asked me, oh, there's a lot of Indians coming to Phuket right now. Mm. Uh, do you do media with them? And I said, no what do you mean they're like oh you know you do media maybe you do photography and videos do you work with uh, a lot of indian tourists and i was like fair question i was like okay look there are a lot you know but i was like they i'm guessing they're coming for tourist reasons and yeah. and you know they're traveling a bit more but that just that does actually seem to be the general like idea going around Phuket in particular because I've, I've, I've been hearing this from quite a couple of people because they're like oh you're in media yeah yeah work must be good right you're working with a lot of Indian tourists I'm like because yeah, I'm Indian why? what yeah. how is it related though I'm well, confused well, the point, a bit I, th I think that firstly I think they're just trying to make conversation oh, okay. they don't really know what to say and, and it was a very polite conversation and it was very nice and they was just they just you know trying to get more information as well but it's gotten to the point where people are like thinking like oh like Indians coming to Phuket and Thailand must be bringing business as well. Now, I know they come for weddings. And yes, in, in that yeah. type, in those terms, yes, I in, in the past, I used to have a lot of work um, yeah, shooting video and photography for weddings. So I, I can understand where they're coming from. But no, in particular, I think the tourists coming um, to Phuket is um, not, related. Not, not related to media production. <laughs> At Does, least for you. Yes, mm -hmm. at least to me. Now, I wanted to uh, I wanted to discuss, basically, like, I do hope we don't get into a similar situation as we did with the Chinese tourists. Now, I don't know if you both are aware, but while I was in Phuket, you know, pre-pandemic, mm -hmm. we had this sudden surge of Chinese tourists. It was everywhere here, too. It, it was, but in Phuket, especially, you know, compared the size of the island, it was just everywhere you yeah. go to patong you go to phuket town you go to a beach you just had chinese tourists and it's like the classic tour bus comes in parks mm -hmm. you you know you see an unimaginable amount of chinese tourists coming out of that tour bus i'm like are there that many seats you know they come out and they flock yes excuse yeah. me they flock to the restaurants local shops that you're usually supposed to go to and you're like oh okay cool and it started off great you know they were like yeah chinese tourists coming tour you know tourism boosting economy is great and then about three months later you know the amount of trash increases the amount of tourists increase the amount of people speaking chinese increases you start seeing signs in chinese the menus chinese, yeah. and then people are like oh okay getting slightly crowded six months forward people are like Oh, these Chinese tourists again, right? Mm. Resentment starts to build. They're like, oh, these Chinese tourists again, going to, to going to our pubs, going to our restaurants, mm. and it's not, it's resentment built as um, through the inability to visit your favorite restaurants. And then you know, every now and then you get a couple of bad eggs who ruin the reputation for everyone, right? Mm -hmm. And and you get uh, you get into some arguments, you get into some fights, you see a lot of trash, you see people not following the rules, and you're yeah. like, ugh these Chinese tourists and yeah. everyone's been branded in the same um, in the same category and I, what I'm afraid of is 
these mass amounts, and India is just like China. It's, you know, when you have a population of over 1 billion people, uh, it's very difficult to get a group of people and brand them as Indians because like anyone who's ever been to India, there's 100 plus religions, 100 yeah. plus languages, and, and, and you know, depending on where you're coming Cass. from the country, yeah, caste system, this and that, depending on where you're coming from the country, um, they're different people. Mm -hmm. and, and just like China, these tour packages that are being offered are very cheap, you know. Mm. So there's a very different standard of tourists coming as well. There are some who can afford, uh, you know, the high so market, yeah. the the middle income market, and also the low income market. So all kinds of people yeah. will so be here. I feel like we're going to run into another Chinese tourist uh, scenario. Scenario exactly, where I don't know when, but I feel like there will be the situation where there'll be too many of them resentment will start to build but i hope not what do you feel i just uh, maybe i'm thinking too far in the future but i wish like there was some kind of education system to yeah. have people behave themselves when mm. they're out in public you know like a lot of okay i'll just talk about my chinese family like you know <laughs> i mean like you should i don't know like there's certain etiquettes that yes. are more universal than others for example not spitting on streets would be nice to yes. teach start teaching young kids like can you not do that and yes. it, from young and so when they grow into adulthood like at least you can kind of blend in with the international society yes. a little bit more and and not cause like a ruckus everywhere you go but i think maybe. the chinese government um they know this problem and they have a point system where they deduct when people have bad behavior outside really? the country yeah outside mm. the country yeah. so when you come back like AI doing, system you've been a naughty tourist mm. minus 10 points for yeah. you no mm. more traveling Something for the like next that. 6 months is it really? yeah okay well that's good well, I <laughs> but I don't know if India is going to do the same thing it's, it's also a cultural difference right look mm. every time you're a guest in another country yes you have to abide by that country's laws you have to be respectful of people but you also have to understand that these people are on holiday yeah. Regardless, you know, the life that they've been living in their country, they've been working hard, they mm -hmm. come on holiday to let loose. And considering the fact that it's Thailand and the rules in general are very loose, people let loose a little bit too much. And that's when you're like, ugh, There's no these boundaries. people. But I, re I really hope that we don't, you know, fall into that cycle of resentment, which builds you know, hate and racist behavior, mm. uh, and and I think every everyone. It it's not just uh, it's not just Thailand and Thai people, or but like, it, you know, I I've experienced this um, pre-pandemic, and I hope that in this post-pandemic issue where we are heavily relying on tourism, we can all love each other and accept Live each other harmony. for all our cult cultural differences. And that's my PSA for today. <laughs> love Indians. We're all right. <laughs> talking about uh, tourism recovery and just recovery in general, mm -hmm. let's talk about Thai people and yeah. Thailand in general. Now, we've got a story uh, where wages in general are going to be hiked, hopefully starting October. Sarah, you've got more information on this. Yes. Yeah, so we talked about, you know, expats having high salary and yeah. we never really talked about Thai people's salary, which is per day. I think it's 300 baht on yes. average. 13 or something. Yeah. yeah depending where you are and the sector that you're working. So the Ministry of Labor is pushing a proposal to raise the daily average wage by 5 to 8% in October, mm -hmm. as opposed to early next year. So this was planned already, but it was supposed to happen in January. So now they wanted to do it in October. Uh, the Labor Minister said 
at the government house on Tuesday that they want to adjust this wage hike as early as October 1st due to surging living costs. He noted that provincial wage committees has already determined the new minimum rates for their respective provinces. So each province will have a different you know, wage, adding that a team of labor authorities would soon finalize the increments. Um, according to the labor minister, uh, there will be 12 different rates which will vary between 1 and 2 baht for certain provinces and will be implemented based on the GDP status of each province. He also tasked the team of experts to finalize the new minimum wage by the end of this month in order to allow the proposal to be analyzed in greater detail before being submitted to the cabinet and consideration next month. So due to the high cost of living and production in Phuket, the Eastern Economic Corridor region, Bangkok, and you know I think Chonburi as well, the wage hike could initially begin in these areas first. So the daily minimum wage in Thailand actually varies between 313 baht, which is around like $9, mm -hmm. uh, and 336 baht, which is around $9.5, according to each province. A 5.8% increase would amount to between 16 baht and 27 baht per day. Okay. So it's not much at all. So now on the side of the Federation of Thai Industries, they're not really happy with this because they're the business people. They're the one who have to pay. They do not agree with the Labor Ministry's plan to enforce this new minimum wage on October 1st. Even though they like the idea of increasing the minimum wage, they said that it would the businesses would be flooded with too many financial burdens, notably a rise in the Bank of Thailand's policy rate, which they just confirmed yesterday to 0.75%, and higher electricity bills, which is controversial right now. And... The FDI is aware that the wage needs to be increased under the current economic conditions, but they want to wait till January so to give business time. Also, another organization, the Employers Confederation of Thai Trade and Industry, is also against the idea of increasing it in October, saying that it's politically motivated and is a plot to attract votes in the upcoming general election set to be held next year. That's exactly what I thought. There's an election That's what I thought soon. as well. And they're pushing it fast. Mm. Uh, so next year, I'm not sure if it's... I think it was supposed to be in April or May, the general election. So January would be too close. So I think October is a good time for them. Mm. Well, I think... They always do this with grassroots people. Try yeah. to buy them with money yeah. in some form. Yeah. And this is another great example of how they're, they're doing it. Yeah. And think about it from like a, just a general thought. Oh, they want to give us more money and so that we'd earn more money. That's great. Why would anyone say no to that? Well, the thing is, um, when they first did the price, uh, the increase in wages, right? Yeah. Um, small and medium-sized companies all went bankrupt because all of a sudden they had 30 or 40 employees that they had to immediately increase each person by like a hundred baht or something, yeah. which doesn't sound like a lot, but if you're, this is your margin and then all of a sudden your cost like inflates, yeah. uh, they go they go like uh. yeah, so it yeah. kind of benefits only the big corporations and i don't want to say the names but there's a very big corporation in thailand that that kind of is behind this mm -hmm. behind 
politics, and I'm not sure if they're kind of colluding even with this policy again. Um, it sounds on paper like a good idea, yeah. but it really is only benefiting a couple of people. Yeah. And it will also affect the consumers because the mm. price will increase because now, you know, the business cost has increased. Yeah. Mm. And so, what were we talking about? 20 to 25 percent, right? No, only uh, percent, percent. I think. Five to five to eight. So an average of only sixteen baht and twenty-seven baht increase. Five to eight percent. You, I, I, you know, Nettie, talking about smaller businesses. Now, all of a sudden, if they're they're already struggling Mm -hmm. to break even or to pay their salaries, and now they have to deal with an eight percent increase. And you're right. Increasing that will increase their cost of uh, operation. Yeah, for sure. They'll have to pay their salaries more. And therefore, also start charging people more. And where does that cycle end? It's a domino end? effect. Yeah. Yes. Everyone will be affected, except, except the, the government, big corporations, and governments. Say, say no to big corporations. <laughs> Let's <Right>. bring <laughs> them down. So passionate. Allegedly, well. not me. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> we'll be back. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, and once we come back, we've got stories uh, regarding the Thai cave rescue, robots, Ooh. and also a poll that we're going to address uh, that. The voice of God sent out yesterday. So we'll be back right after this. Hello and welcome back to Good Morning Thailand. This show is brought to you by Andamanda Water Park. Girls, did you know that this is a themed water park? Really? And it has mystical creatures. Oh, really? Like what? Um, Thai mystical creatures. Ooh. Like the Naga. You know, the snake mystical creature. And one of the great things about Andamanda, uh, I think both me and Nadi actually got the opportunity to interview Kun Prao. And uh, one proud... uh, aspect of Andamanda Water Park is that they chose to make it um, Thai mystical creatures themed, you know. They mm-hmm. could have easily gone the route of Universal or Disneyland and made it mainstream, but they were like, no, we're going to stick to our roots and we're going to make a great water park and it's going to be Thai themed. I think that's Thai great. Themed. It is great, yeah. isn't it? I think a lot of Thai entrepreneurs embrace the Thai-ness in them and we actually use that as like a marketing tool in a Selling way. Yeah. We're pr- yeah. yeah, it's a we're, we're proud of our culture. Yes, we are. So visit Andamanda Park next time you travel to Phuket for a wet and wild day out. On that note, I'd like to thank Penang Worldwide. Thank you, Penang Worldwide, for being a Tiger member. We appreciate your support. Thank you very much, good sir. And let's now address a poll that we sent out yesterday. Now, this was regarding the proposal in the next CCSA meeting to extend visa exemptions on arrival and visa on arrival dates to 45 days. So respectively... If you come to Thailand and you're using exemptions for visa on arrival or visa on arrival, uh, you get to stay in the country for approximately 30 days. Uh, But they're looking to extend that to 45 days. Mm -hmm. And most people said 45 days is great, a nice gesture. Mm -hmm. uh, 60% of the people said great. That's very nice. Mm -hmm. An increase in the amount of uh, days you can stay in Thailand is always welcome. 24% said it still doesn't feel enough. They should do more. And 16% said, it has no effect on my plans, doesn't bother me. Now, I took uh, a couple of comments that um, perhaps expressed the feelings of the uh, the results of the poll. Uh, Dirk Baldwin says, 
I truly, truly hope this goes through as it makes sense for a lot of tourists.、Mm. Definitely me. It will be saved a lot of trouble. The government will lose a lot of extended visa fees, but the tourists will still have to pay for accommodation, eating out, travel, and shopping. It makes sense to give us the extra 15 days. In the UK, it will cost an extra 1,000 baht to get a 60 day visa. They just need to do the maths. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah,、mm. it does. Staying here for 15 more days, you've got to stay somewhere. Mm hmm. And SP and R136A both commented on the amount of days. Now they said should be 90 days and make it 60 days and it'll be a winner. I thought that too.、That's、I was like,、lot. why did they stop at 45 days if they're going to increase it? And also, it's just valid till December 2022. That is correct.、Yeah. Which yeah. is confusing a little bit. Like, why? Also, I mean, they want to、yeah. test it out first. I, I guess they do, and I and I hope they only improve on、uh, on this. I think it's a good move,、mm-hmm. and it's a good step forward. But I was like, why stop at forty five days? That's so annoying. It's a one and a half month. Like, why how, not just sixty? Sixty days? No, yeah, sixty.、Like、at least two months, right? Okay. I get to go on a two months holiday. Or give the option、yeah. for people to choose thirty, forty five, sixty, ninety, and then pay accordingly. I think、oh. that's a great option. Ninety days, three month holiday. Yeah. I wish. Oh, okay. <laughs> I want. Someone、that. likes to live large. <laughs>、uh, All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to move on to our next story, which is regarding the 2018 Thai cave rescue. Natty, can you tell me more about this story, please? Yes, I can. So, taking the inspiration from the 2018 cave rescue in northern province of Chiang Rai, I think a lot of people remember that incident well, where、uh, I think. Twelve youngsters from the wild boar football team got、mm-hmm. stuck inside the cave, and tons of people had to come rescue. It was an international、uh, event.、Yeah. Elon Musk even sent people down to help、yeah. the cave boys come out with their coach. And、uh, yeah, building on that inspiration, one billion baht will be invested in a new attraction and exhibition called the Caveinture,、mm. and a soft opening is expected in October next year. This agency, it's called Index Creative Village, decided to create a monument or something to remember the incident by, with a permanent exhibition. And this construction will start this month on a 40,000 square meter area in the Masai district of Chiang Rai province, and is about one kilometer away from the Tham Luang Kunangnon Forest Park, where the event took place. Now, inside the caveinture, in case you were wondering, we'll have a permanent exhibition telling the stories of the wild boar football team and the rescue process.、Mm-hmm. The highlight will be the Tham Luang Nangnon Situation Room, the real rescue equipment and possessions of the coach and children, like their clothes, their bicycles, and so on and so forth. The caveinture will also offer visitors the immersive experience of being inside a cave, and the project will provide a balloon touring service for visitors who want to see a bird's eye view of the cave itself.、Wow. Now, the Index Creative Village believes that the project would draw 500,000 visitors—that's half a million per year—and generate between 30 million baht to 650. And 50 million baht in revenue. I think that's really ambitious. Now, the founder and CEO of the Index Creative Village revealed that the company has researched different attractions that have been constructed as a remembrance of other notable incidents in history, such as the 9/11 incident. And he said that September 11 Memorial attracts 3 million visitors per year in the U.S., while Stonehenge in the U.K. draws 1.6 million more tourists per year. And added that places with stories are interesting for tourists. What do you think? I think it sounds great, but you know, sometimes when 
places like this happens and you have this image in your head when you actually go there it's different so I just hope they do it well enough that people actually like it and talk about it and tell other people to visit not just like oh you know don't go there it's such a disappointment mixed feelings about this topic firstly i think they shouldn't compare it to stonehenge <laughs> what is the stonehenge what does it mean what is it there how did they get those rocks up so many questions no uh, and i definitely don't think they should call it cave venture now i'm all for you know paying respects remembering what happened yeah um give shedding more light and um you know making a monument out of this um but I don't know if can I can I can I go on with your yeah. your sentiment because okay. I shared the same thing when I was reading it. Yeah. I think the concept itself and the logic behind it. Oh, you want to create a tourist attraction, mm. something that can be remembered by and attract uh, international tourists is all good. Yeah. The only problem I have is that I saw the prototype, the architecture of it, the and I was like, why does it look like a Catholic cathedral? It looks so oh. weird. It looks so strange. It doesn't look like something memorial and like maybe a little bit more mellow yeah. because and and also the word cave venture now typically the word adventure is associated with positive fun yes, and exactly. exciting yeah. events but i don't think anybody involved in that incident was yeah. enjoying that adventure it was a very they've made documentaries on the fact yeah. that they thought all the all the boys and everyone would die yeah yeah right. so this there's a lot of this is very serious well, maybe because no one died so they think it's okay to do this it is a miraculous mm. story yes, yes. and, and that, that that's why it should be remembered maybe they made like a cave replica where people go in and learn that about would the be stories better. yeah but yeah. I don't know if we want to make it a Stonehenge kind of thing, you know. Oh no, they're not making it into a Stonehenge. They were no, just no, no. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But um, <laughs> but you can actually go to the actual site and visit it right now. You can uh, go in a balloon. Okay. That's kind of cool, actually. Yeah, yeah. I, I like some parts of it. Go in a balloon. Yeah, yeah, like a, a balloon. You know, like the hot air balloon, oh, okay. and then float on top of it, and you can see because oh, really? it's only a one kilometer away from the actual okay. incident place. I see. But yeah, again with the cave venture thing, and they were comparing it with 9/11. But you know, 9/11 incident, like they have a place called Ground Zero, and what yeah. it is is just like a very somber-looking place. Yeah. And they call it Ground Zero for a reason. They don't call it 9/11 Adventure yeah. Park, yeah. right? Yeah, like that. Also, 9/11 was like a it was deadly sad. disaster. Yeah. I mean, yeah. a lot of people lost their lives. The scale. I, I think the last thing they need to do is compare it with another disaster or an, or something else. Yeah. Just right. let's just deal with it for what it is, mm. and so that so that no one's feelings get hurt. Mm. You know, because everyone can relate to another incident or another disaster or another event differently, depending on where they're from, who they are, how they think. Mm. Now this okay, so let's just stop associating with anything else. Yeah. Let's take it for what it is. Let's stop calling it a cave venture. Yeah. And be you know, it should be a place where people go to pay their respects. Yes. It's it's like the in you know in Cam yeah, in Cambodia they have like museums and the killing fields where you can visit and you can learn their story and it's it's actually quite touching and quite emotional. Very sad. Yeah, and, and so I, w I went uh, to the killing fields and they give you a uh, they give you a tape and headphones, and as you're going through all the points, you learn about their stories. This is what this place was used for. Something like that um, adds value to the location. You learn something new, and that's something you can share with someone. Oh, next time you go to Cambodia, this is part of their history. This is important. Let's go learn about this. I think that's what it should be like. 
Yeah, Hellfire Pass in Kantanaburi did it very well. Yeah. Yeah. I think they should have mimicked that. It's a that. good example. Yeah. yeah, instead of trying to go somewhere yeah. where it's super grand and... The last um, thing you want it to be commercial, right? Yeah, I, mean, I think that's what's wrong with it because they made a big thing about it. Like, yeah. hey, we're investing one billion baht. It's going to call Cave Venture and we're going to do immersive theater and you're going to feel how it is inside the cave. I'm like, okay, that sounds... Like you're too excited yeah. about this. I mean, in a the, weird the, way. The, it just sounds very commercial, and like, yeah. what are they going to end up doing? Like, make T-shirts out of it? Like, oh no, most probably yeah. I hope souvenirs. Not. I hope not. Yeah, for sure. Anyways, we'll have to wait and see. Let's wait and see how how it's mm. handled and how it's done properly, and if it will even attract a lot of people. I think it definitely will. Mm. I think many people who do uh, travel to that region do want to go and find out more and pay their respects and learn about it. And uh, I think it's a it's a good attempt and a good start. Hopefully, it doesn't become commer- commercialized and a gimmick. That's the yeah. last thing we want, right? All right. Uh, we're going to leave it at that. That that story ended up being a lot more serious than I thought. Um, we're going to end uh, the the show with our last topic, which is regarding robots. Now, one of the stories in the tiger.com is about robots now serving people at Thai restaurants. Ooh. And in particular, it was at the S&P chain. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, robots are now serving people. And uh, S&P, the bakery and restaurant chain, is using robots as a way to cope with skyrocketing costs while keeping the prices down. Each restaurant usually employs 10 staff, but if you think about it, if you get a couple of robots, maybe you, you, know, you don't have to pay them a monthly income. And uh, considering maintenance costs, they might not be as expensive as employing... So what do they do, though? Employees. They just deliver the yeah, dish? Yeah, so they're waiters, yeah. Uh, so... I, I've also seen uh, robot waiters, but only experienced it in Sizzler. So you're sitting down and what the, they're, they're basically like a robot with like trays on them. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. So, so they put like bread or whatever. And I guess they're programmed to find their way to your table, yeah. give you your bread, and then they go away. It's actually quite cool. I'm not gonna lie. I love cool. it, dude. Okay, I, can I just tell you my experience? Yes. So I witnessed, witnessed those robots in a Shabu place. Shabu, and shabu. they're very smart. Okay, so if you... And sometimes they stack many tables in yes. one robot, right? And if you want to be naughty and like, ooh, that one looks good, I'll just take it even though you don't order it, the robot will say, that is not yours. Please oh. put it back. I'm like, oh, oh wow. okay. Never Calls you it. out. <laughs> yes. Shames you. ID number three, two. <laughs> well, okay. This might be a solution for businesses to cut costs. Mm. However, people will lose jobs, right? Yeah. Now, very serious topic, something that can be debated for a long time. But briefly, do you want to be greeted and serviced by a robot in restaurants? Or do you like the experience of meeting people? Because I know a lot of people will go out and say, look, I go to the restaurants for human interaction, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You go to restaurants because you like their food. Yes. I hope. Right? <laughs> yes. Or you can just cook at home. You want to go to a specific restaurant. You want to enjoy the experience. Yes, you know, face-to-face interaction uh, with uh, a waiter or waitress is a nice experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, now, is service in ge- general in restaurants in Thailand good? In my experience, no. Uh, I think in other countries, the, the service is much better. But when you do get that waiter or waitress who gives you excellent service, you're like, ah. Oh, that was nice. That was neat. Uh, and and you get that feeling of, I'm at a nice restaurant because of the staff. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to be greeted by a service robot who just says... I would vote for a hybrid system. Okay. Not fully robot. Yeah. Waiter, waitresses, and yeah. not fully human. Yeah. I think that's a good middle ground. Okay. Natty, you've been called into the office. <laughs> the manager says, Natty Warisa. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. you have been outperformed mm-hmm. by XC45 robot. Mm-hmm. He's more efficient than you. Mm-hmm. He doesn't call fair? in sick. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's life. He doesn't call in sick, Natty. Okay, he doesn't throw tantrums. He doesn't throw things at me. <laughs> I don't have to deal with its abuse. And it does whatever I tell him. Mm. Slash her. Mm-hmm. Slash it. Mm-hmm. What do you have to say for yourself? She's in let shock me, right now. Let me unplug its uh, batteries. <laughs> Take it all out and hide it. Sabotage? <laughs> yes. That's, that's, that's very a human. Destroying a very human business-owned assets. <laughs> Cause for termination. Oh, no. <laughs> no, but seriously. They, I mean, eventually, robots will take over everything. There's yeah. just going to be three robots. <laughs> yes. One day. Just be like, good oh. morning, Thailand. <laughs> I think in China, they have an AI news mm-hmm. anchor already. Yeah. They do? Yeah, they oh, do. Oh, so cool. I know in Japan, they have like a human-like robot actually mm-hmm. in one of the... They're really good with robots. Oh, they're so good. And they look so real from afar. I was like, oh, that's the receptionist. And then I walked up and like, okay, you, you look weird. And she's like... Hello. Oh, no. I would be so, so scared. Creeped out. So creeped out. Yeah. <laughs> and every time someone imitates a robot, there's a certain voice and, and certain oh, actions yeah. like, yeah. hello. Because every robot in the world is like, hello, how are you <laughs> doing today? That's how it moved. It's no, so no, I get it. I get it. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that's my experience. I know exactly what you're doing without telling me. If you're just like, hello, it's like, oh, Natty's doing the robot again. <laughs> again, yes. <laughs> but if you just spoke normally, it would be, it would be a lot more stranger. Now we live in a world where we have robot baristas. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I'm talking about Taobin, right? Have you ever tried Taobin? Taobin is basically a vending machine that makes you your coffee, and they call themselves the robot barista. Now, Natty's always been excited about this for months and months and months <laughs> since, to, since last year. Really, I wanted to do a video, which you yeah. stopped me ordering everything yeah. in a yeah. Taobin. <laughs> In a machine, like there's over a- like 400 drinks. Yeah. She wanted to get all and of them. He was like, "No, you can't get 400 drinks right now." I'm like, "Okay, fine." <laughs> now, now, now calls itself the robot barista. I was always skeptical, mm. right? But guess what? There's now a Daobin in my condo. Yeah. Yes. Do you love it? Do you use it? It is very good. I'm not gonna lie. It's a robot barista. You know, whether you want iced coffee, ice cream latte, whatever it is, mm. it's fresh. It tastes good. You can choose how much sugar you want, and they actually listen to me. <laughs> yes. And because um, it's a robot. And sixty <laughs> seconds, you get your coffee made. Yes. And you can actually order mm-hmm. while the coffee's being made. You can the next person can actually make their order. Yeah. And the quality is so good. And so cheap too. Twenty five baht. Yeah. 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 Cheaper than Seven Eleven. There's some menus that are only twenty baht even. I was just like, this is it. Yeah, I think it's a great idea because when you want coffee in the morning, you don't want to talk to people. So going to the vending Whoa. machine. Whoa. So it's the. I had my coffee, guys. So I'm okay. You were complaining. Are you telling me that you are not having chats with your barista every morning? No. How dare you? I you don't have chats with them, dude. Yeah, my hey, my robot. Like, yeah. no. How are you today? Yeah. So I walk into a coffee shop and I'm like, "Hi, barista, whose name is." Abdul. Abdul. <laughs> Such a universal Abdul, name. Abdul, I would like a green latte. Very excellent choice, sir. <laughs> Great accent, Abdul. Uh, you've only been living in Thailand for 15 years, or your whole life, rather. So, how's your day going? How's life? How's love? Do you not have these common conversations with your barista? No. Would you have this with your robot waiter? Not Imagine that sure. you're just sitting there, you're eating your food by yourself in your restaurant. You've got your robot. But Natty waiter actually next to you. knows her a coffee person. I do know my coffee. And they person. love her. <laughs> yeah. And your coffee person's name is 
Kunoi from Coffee Berry, if you're watching. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Shout out to Kunoi. Um, all right. Um, ladies and gentlemen, let us know your comments regarding the future of Thailand. Are we going to be surrounded by robots? Is it just Thailand or is it the whole world? Uh, tell us after we come back from the break. Uh, we'll be taking some of your questions. So we'll be back right after this conversation and have your voice heard. Discuss the issues, share information and get information. Tiger Talk is where you keep in touch with everything Thailand. Go to the tiger.com forward slash talk. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's now time for your comments and feedback. <laughs> was that a hiccup or a shock? Or? I, I wasn't sure what that quite was. I didn't know if I lost my breath or if that was a hiccup in one. Anyways, uh, thankfully, I'm still alive. Thank God. So enter the chat. The voice of God. Hello. Hello. Hi. What were you guys doing yesterday? <laughs> is that like a new <laughs> entrance music? Jet is responsible for that. It's going to become a thing. <laughs> so I will get straight to the comments about uh, Phuket recovery relying on Indian flights. Mm -hmm. You talked about that, right? So <laughs> Poco Loco said, J easy, Jay. Don't talk bad about your people. I'm not. <laughs> Am I? You weren't. If anything, you were defending them. Kind yeah. of like, don't group everybody in the same category. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, um, a, lot of the, a lot of people say that Indian people are very stingy and mm. they don't tip. I, I think I uh, looked at some of the comments and like, you know, talking about tipping or something. Do you have a question yeah, regarding yeah, that? I do, I do. Okay, I'll uh, wait until you ask that question. Go ahead, Kamal. Oh, should I, should yeah, I yeah. ask it? Yeah. Uh, Dale said, my music... My musician friends have seen a significant drop in tips mm -hmm. with the increase in Indians. Is tipping part of the Indian culture? Absolutely. No surprise. Is tipping part of the culture? Sure. But in, in India, they tip like, what, 20 baht to your yeah. waiter or something, right? That's very normal. You're not they don't see it as a problem. As exactly. Well. Yeah. Uh, you know, are Indian Indians stingy? Absolutely. Just embrace it. I'm an Indian. I'll embrace it. Most Indians are extremely stingy. They don't like giving their money away. They'll You're bargain okay for the last say, five baht. That's us. just reality, right? <laughs> I think I'm half Indian then. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe you are. You know, Thailand's, Thailand's got a lot of uh, you know, Indian culture in it. Mm, but like, yeah. Indians are stingy. And, and that's fine. That's just how they are. That's cool. It's part of the culture. We don't mm -hmm. like giving money away. Mm. And, and tipping, especially when you're musicians, you go to a bar, right? Service is expected. You go to a restaurant, you go to a business, you expect a certain amount of service. That's why you're out. And they perhaps the, the logic is that I shouldn't be paying a waiter for doing his job. I shouldn't be paying a musician for playing music. Logically, that makes sense. Now, we come from a world where, depending on Western culture or different countries, where people like to give tip. They appreciate it. And yeah. They're like, here's a 100 baht tip, here's a 200 baht tip. I am pro tips. I think the musicians don't, you know, it's not like they're earning a lot of money. Mm -hmm. They're entertaining me and I'm, I'm overjoyed. I should tip them. And, and, you know, but equally, if a waiter is absolutely awful, I should have the right to not tip them, mm, yeah. right? Uh, now, yeah, Indians get criticized a lot for being stingy and they don't want to tip, but that's just where they're from. That's part of their culture. You pay your waitresses and, and people in, in your country 20 baht. Why would they act differently if they're coming to Thailand or, or really anywhere in the world? So it's a culture difference, it's a way of living, and uh, yeah, that's why. Okay, I'll move on to more comments. Stefan H. said, over the years, tourist demographics change 
from Europeans to Russians to Chinese and now to Indians, they have different etiquettes and preferences. You want their business, but you want their business regardless. Mm. That's, yeah, true. that's true. Yeah. And Mackie commented, cheap package tours bring cheap tourists with cheap values. They are the ones that smear a country with bad image. Who said that? Uh, Mackie. Th- that is actually true. Right. We we don't like to admit it. We don't want to stereotype. We don't want to say we don't want to say something that's not, you know, oh, it doesn't sound right. It doesn't feel right. But that, that, that is true. Um, that is part of the problem. But also um, we can't brand that all people who choose those packages are cheap and, and, and behave in a certain way. So, you know, but yeah, if, if, it, it is a problem. And I don't know what the solution to that is. And I don't know. But yeah. Mm. Okay, so on the topic of um, the wage hikes from October, Stefan H. said 300 some baht a day does not even get you a maid. Poco Loco said businesses are never happy to pay more. This is true. Mm. I don't think any business in this world would be happy paying more. Yeah, that's sad. It's like that scene from Oliver Twist. More! Mm. No? Anybody seen Oliver Twist? <laughs> what? Yeah. You always quote funny movies. <laughs> yeah. Funny movies? One of the greatest <laughs> musicals of all time. Like, not popular. So, no. they don't. Oh. Not popular. I'm like, at least. So, you don't, know Oliver, you don't know Oliver's Twist. You yeah. don't know La Miserable that I was singing yeah, earlier. La Miserable? No. No. <laughs> okay. I read the book. Yeah, I read the book. All right. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Do I move on? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so on the survey of extending the visa on arrival and visa exemption to 45 days, Tony the Tiger said 99.999% tourists stay less than 30 days. You wonder why people stay stay here 45 days and try to get an extension. There, there are like a lot more. Can I just go through all of them yeah, and sure. then you guys say your You can yeah. briefly yeah. conclude them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tech symbol said I stay 28 days twice a year. Mackie says 45 days only to encourage vloggers, not actual tourists. PG Santa said if you need more than 45, they want you to apply ahead of time instead of just showing up at the country. John Peak said start with a 90-day visa. It'll help get people into Thailand. And then Larry Conley said the average tourist doesn't stay anywhere for 45 days or more. It depends. There's a, there's a lot of tourists in Thailand that come from, you know, Germany, UK that stay here for two, three months. Like during winter, especially. Yeah. yeah. I feel they like do. those are not tourists, though. They're more like digital nomads. They they still have to make income somehow. A lot of retired people come, though, like yeah. for, for long, long stay holidays. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and now so there's a lot of work from masses, home options right, as well, where people, let's say in Australia, if you live in Sydney, the cost of living is really high. You can work from here and the cost of living drops like crazy yeah. and you have a good quality of life. Yeah. Mm, so it makes sense. Yeah. And guys, I mean, a holiday is not cheap as well, right? It depends on your budget. But if you are traveling from US, UK, you're spending, what, 50,000 baht, depending on how many people you're traveling with, you know, Average ticket is what's 25,000, 30,000 baht for a one way. So you're spending 30,000 baht, for example, let's say, don't quote me on that, 30,000 baht to travel from UK to Thailand. 
and, and maybe your accommodation's a bit more affordable, then you can plan your holiday and stay here for longer because mm. you're already spending so much to travel from one place to another. So you can take like one month off from, from work, you know? Mm. So some people do that for a month, for two months, retired people or, you know, people who just want to enjoy life. It's just weird, 45 days. It is weird. I Why think it should be 60. Just, yeah, exactly. Two months holiday, Dati. Would you like a two months I holiday? would love even There's, a two-day holiday. There's like, already a 60-day holiday. Excuse me, what? a holiday. Anyways, there's already a 60-day visa though, right? The tourist visa. It's that single entry one Yeah. that everyone keeps talking about. Mm. But I guess that's not for every country Like that can... Anyways, I don't know much about that, so I'm just going to move on. Uh, you guys talked about the new attraction that's coming in for the Thai, about, uh, regarding the Thai cave rescue. Mm-hmm. We have three comments from that. Sick Puppy said, Elon did not do anything. Yeah, I believe he came in and he wanted to make a submarine to help out. And there was that whole issue with the British cave diver. Yeah. Um, mm. yeah. He, oh. he, he ended up not actually physically being able to help, but yeah, he did come over. I think they were correcting on the chat as well. He wasn't British. He was Australian. There yeah. were a few British. Australian that was, that was in the UK at the time that he was called to help. The diver? Yeah. Okay. But there are more than one. I yeah, there are two of them. Yeah. Oh, I forgot their names. I apologize for that. But yeah, they, they, there's documentaries on Netflix yeah, yeah. now. Mm-hmm. and uh, Another new one yeah. just came out, a movie. And Mackie says, yes, Natty, the name Adventure is lost in translation. Like, it, it's not a great... Thing to, a word to use for that uh, yeah. attraction, new attraction. Mm-hmm. So on robots as waiters story, mm-hmm. we have a couple of comments. Paul Shackleton asked, would I come to Thailand to be served by a robot? Definitely not. PG Santa said, Natal- Natty has definitely tried to gank someone's food before with <laughs> the robots. <laughs> Notorious. And Stefan H said that like the robots, it's an robots in restaurants. It's an old story, but he hates those robots. Oh. Franco Seven said, I saw several robots serving food, especially in the shabu slash barbecue mm. places. And Central Rama Nine Mall is good to see them in action. Yeah. like a lot of them. Poco Loco said he wants to be served by a robot. Uh, and tech symbol said I prefer the interaction between two people especially a pretty girl can I can I interject really quickly with the robot situation yeah Yeah. I feel like most robots that are in place in Thai restaurants right now are the middle how do you call it the middle class kind of um, restaurants so SNP Sizzler or even the barbecue place that I went to chains yeah the chains so they're not low end but they're not also super high end because when you go low end, that's when you can kind of pay for human labor because it's quite cheap. Mm-hmm. And then when you go high end, you want that human touch. But when you're at, at let's say, like a Sizzler, shabu, for example, you don't really care. Yeah, yeah. The, the servers don't even care. Like, they're just like, oh, here's your order, here's your order. Yes. And then they go off anyway. So yeah. it doesn't make Makes sense really, yeah, to so have a they've robot. Got, they've got too much to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was... Uh, it's in Akka actually, like the the robots as well. Like it's a it's a barbecue restaurant, and like if if it weren't for the robots serving the food, the it would be very very hectic in the restaurant because it looked like the the people were already busy like running around like oh they had to stack up this stuff and and so like the robots kind of helped. That's like I guess the hybrid mode. Like there were a few 
uh, human workers while there were also robot workers. And it mm. kind of is worked it, out well. Is that restaurant called Akka? AKA Aka. I always thought Aka. it was AKA. Yeah, it oh, stands Aka. for also known as. Aka. No. It's Aka not really. That was a joke, by the way. That was a joke. <laughs> no, no, it's Aka. <laughs> you have to clarify <laughs> yourself. So, I, I do have to clarify. But like, no, Jay. It's <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yes. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for your comments. Uh, we appreciate them. Uh, please click the like button if you've enjoyed the show so far. There's about 350 people watching, only 72 likes. Look at Nettie's sad face. Sad face. Look at Sarah's displeasure face. <laughs> and I wish you could see Carmel, the voice of God's face. So please click the like button if you have enjoyed the show, if you do like the show, and if you'd like to join us uh, for tomorrow, um, tomorrow's show. Tomorrow's a public holiday. It's Mother's Day. It Mommy. is. Tomorrow is Mother's yes. holiday. A mother's I think Natty has something for us later. Yes. Why? Because I'm a mom? No, well, no, no. no. A video. Not, a fun way, video. Oh, offline. Oh, yes. You, oh, you're talking about the video. Yeah. Remember that whole video you made? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I forgot. Yeah. I made a video. Hi. Yeah. We have a special video coming out for, for Mother's Day that Natty made that we have to remind her about. <laughs> no. And also, yeah, and also a new podcast over the weekend and a couple more interesting videos coming out. So we do hope you stay tuned to The Tiger. As for now, I'd like to say thank you, Nettie. Thank you, Jay. And thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. Of course, the voice of God <laughs> and shy you. behind the buttons, as well as all the viewers who are watching us, all the members. Thank you for watching. Uh, see you tomorrow morning. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye.